Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. You're here with me, Daniel. And Aaron. And we've got resident Scotsman. <laughs> born in the heart of Glasgow. If the heart of Glasgow is Newcastle. We've got Nathan. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Yeah. Very, very good. Thanks. And really nice to have you on. Obviously, you can help us out with the Rangers boys today. Um, from a local, obviously, so that's going to be really, really helpful. Uh, Scottish Nathan in the house. However, Nathan, they are bottom seeds. Yeah. And we did bottom seeds last year, so we are going to start with Ajax. Feel free to chime in with any nuggets that you've got anyway, um, but I expect nothing but slander from you, to be honest. Okay. So, <laughs> with Ajax being top seeds, they've had a massive, massive merry-go-round Anthony has been bought by Man United for an ungodly sort of, uh, sum of money. Yoji Hero himself, Tadley Afiko's gone, Aaron. Can we just have a moment to uh, to appreciate his passing to another team? Onana's finally left. Sebastian Haller's yeah. gone to Dortmund. And Martinez has been sold to Man United for an ungodly amount of money. Although he, I'd argue, is probably worth his money. Transfers in, they've got a Campos on loan from Sevilla. That's a bit of a shock. Kaplan, a defender, as well as Scherz, a defender. Bergwijn is back from Tottenham. Vindal has been brought in to sure up the defence. And Broby has been brought in as another attacker. As far as injuries goes, Vindal has the same. Up, But other than that, not too much to report. Yeah, what are you going to say? At the same Florian Grilich, because apparently that was happening because uh, he's a free agent or something, isn't he? I haven't seen, but they might have. They, honestly, yeah, trying to go through their list of players was insane. <laughs> I just tried to pick out the ones that I knew. Like a Nottingham Forest in uh, Holland. Yeah, exactly. Career mode kids. Um, if we look at the team, Pasvia is definitely the goalkeeper. Woohoo! So we've got none of that rotation nonsense that might happen last year with Nana uh, or Stekelenburg. Wrench is the right-back, so they play a 4-3-3. Really easy. Timber's the centre-back. They've swapped the centre-backs around a bit. Scherz played the first game. Then Blint came in at centre-back, but he's since been moved to left-back. And uh, Bassi has played the last two games at centre-back. Vindal played the first two games at left-back. But as I mentioned, he's picked up a knock. So whether it's going to be Blind naturally filling in at centre-back with Vindal at left-back, and it's just... Uh, had to move things around because of the knock. We'll have to see. We'll probably have to reassess this weekend and any further games as well. But that is just something to, to keep an eye out on. Centre mids sort of changed around quite a bit. Uh, Tadic has played the last three games in centre mid, but did play the first game of the four games spread I've got. As the striker, he got an assist in that game. Since then, playing centre mid, he's got one assist in those three games, so not great when he's a forward on the game, so I'd definitely be aware of that. Uh, Alvarez played three games in centre-mid, and he's got two assists in those three games, and we know that he can be a bit of a, a ball recovery magnet as well at times. Taylor has played all four games in midfield, picking up two goals. Anthony was favoured on the right wing, uh, a goal and two assists in his two starts there, but has since been replaced with uh, Berghaus. On the right, who has one goal and one assist in his last two games. Broby has came in up front with a goal and an assist. Who else we got? Bergvine has also been playing on the left consistently. He has 
four goals. And sorry, I've done Berghaus' disservice. He also has another goal as well. So Berghaus actually has a couple of goals. Lots to unpick there. They've got your team first up, Rangers at home, Nathan. So how do you think Ajax are going to fare away to Rangers? I think away to Rangers is a lot harder. Uh, I think it's it's in Netherlands to start with. Is it? Is it? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I've got home. I've just written Rangers home and read that. Read the wrong way. Nathan, I'll ask you again. How are you going to do at home to Rangers? I think they're being in Ajax. It's probably better. It will be better for Ajax. Rangers notoriously rely on the Ibrox crowd to get them through games. But that last trip to the Netherlands, they did perform, and that's how they qualified for the Champions League. Um, I think a player to look out for, especially from Ajax, if I'm going off Rangers last season, is Calvin Bassey. Um, in the Europa League final, he was possibly the best centre back in on the, in the game. Um, he he started twelve of his fourteen games in the Europa League for Rangers, and really made a point. And a few big clubs were after him along with Ajax, so he would be someone I would look at for the ball recoveries. And he's an aerial threat. Interesting. So do you think he's actually going to get a start? Because my gut instinct says it's Wrench, Timber, Blint and Vindal. And the reason why Bassi's got a game is because Vindal's picked up enough. Or do you think he's going to keep his place? Depends on his performance at the weekend. Um, a couple if, of clean feats in a row? Could do. If he play, I think as well with Bain Rangers, they might, they might have him in there because he'll know how to play against that forward, that forward line of Rangers of Kent... Um, you've got Kolak on form. Tav goes forward like no, like no man. Um, and I think Ajax have to try and combat that, and that could be where it's difficult if Tav gets forward. Looking at the forward options that are all cast as midfielders, Aaron, who's taking your fancy? The toss up between Berghaus and Bergwijn, the two Bergs. Ball seven mil. Um, when I last covered uh, Ajax in the in these weekly episodes, Bergwijn had just came off his hat trick, and then he scored the goal the week after as well. Um, obviously this week they're against the mighty Camber. Um, obviously oh, the fixture. Uh, I don't know. I, to be honest, it's the first time I've heard of this team. Um. <laughs> Uh, so I thought they were a cheese, <laughs> but if Bergwijn scores on the weekend, this is probably the game to get him in for. To be honest, sorry, Nathan. No, no, because Rangers are not very like Tavernier goes really, really attacking. That, that was going to be my point. And then Bergwijn's left a lot. Yeah, and then Bergwijn will be left on that left wing. So, mm-hmm. um. I'm hoping I'm hoping he scores this weekend because he might be my seven million option. But current, I did uh, have Vindal in my defence, um, until I saw he picked up a knock, and I don't know if he's fit. Well, Bassi's only four million on the game, so, so I Bassi's could go at a... it from Vindal to Bassi. Mm-hmm. Are, games... get... Are these yeah. Tuesday games or Wednesday? Wednesday, I think. Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, they are the seventh. That's not very good because if there were a Tuesday, you just put it on Bassi, wouldn't you? Four mil, yeah. job done. 
And then if he doesn't play it, who cares? Because you've got money elsewhere. But that's why I, I took Wendell out my team. That's not great. I think um I think I think there's a case for going both Berghaus and Bergwein. There's two seven. Like, there's more of a case on Bergwein because of like Aaron said Tavernier goes so far forward and it's even been noticed in the but do you not think that's a drag? He gets caught out. Will that not drag Bergwein back though? Will he not get told to do a job? Follow him. Possibly. And then actually everyone shuffles across and then Berghaus is left. If he starts on the right wing, Berghaus is left mm. as like more of like a right striker. Possibly. It depends on how Ajax want to play it because the two centre-backs for Rangers, are, they're, they're, they've got a bit of pace, but Bergwijn would burn them on a counter. And if Tav's all the way down the pitch, it's going to be left to possibly Sands and Goldson. Looking at some other players, Pasvia, five million. Looks like a good shout, possibly to be the goalkeeper. We'll have to see when we uh, speak to you about Rangers later on. Um, Taylor, two goals in four games. He's a five million pound midfielder. That seems scandalous in this game, and I think he could be a pick for five uh, a five million option in the game. I think he's terrific. Absolutely terrific. If you were wanting a triple up on Ajax in the first game against Rangers, and then you're probably not going to have him beyond that. Um, or you, you even could against Liverpool and Napoli. It's five million pound midfielder. You're not expecting much from them. It's just you want at that price someone who's going to play and nothing more. And he's playing every game. And again, a couple of goals. I noticed the Dutch league. Brobby up front. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Brobby, Brobby. He's got a goal and assist, like I mentioned. Only five and a half million. Playing for a good team. So again, could he be a shout for the first game against Rangers? Depends how Van Broncos depend again, it's down to how Van Broncos set sets up. If he sets up a defend, then possibly not. They can be hard to break down. If he sets up and goes for it, they will get caught out a lot and Ajax strikers could have a could have a field day if it goes wrong. And then we've got Blint, who's obviously just a legend on this game. Yeah. He'll get one hole. He'll get one hole in this group stage. Five million. Um, absolutely nailed on. So he looks at like a good option. Although I think between it's tough between him and Pasphere. Um Wrench, four and a half million. Goal and an assist from right back. I think if you were to pick a defender or a goalkeeper from this team, Wrench would be my pick. So just to confirm, if I was to triple up. I think you go wrench and then you, you go wrench as your defender. Then you've got the choice of two of three from uh, Berghaus, Bergvine, and Taylor. And that's all just price dependent on your teams. And then you're probably going to want to shift them on a wild card or a limitless wild card match day two. On to second seeds, Liverpool. Um, shaky start the season with a 2-2 draw, 1-1 draw, and then a 2-1 loss to worst team in the universe, Manchester United. Uh, but then back with a vengeance with a 9-0 win against, uh, oh God, who did they beat? Bournemouth. Um, and then a 2-1 win last night against Newcastle. We'll not talk about that at all because I'm still triggered. Uh, <laughs> 
But obviously the main talking points are Thiago Alacantara is injured. Um, Nunes has been suspended. So Firmino's came in and since playing has got three goals and three assists. Salah is blanking every game with only two goals and three assists in five games. How very dare he just average one attacking return per game. The fraud. Um, but then players like Harvey Elliott have came into the role and they've finally got Fabinho in midfield, which has made things a lot better for them than having Milner in there. Joe Gomez has came in to centre-back to partner Van Dijk in the absence of Kanate and Matip. I'm not sure what their fitnesses are like at the minute, uh, but I don't think that information is too hard to find. They've got Napoli away in the first fixture, which means uh, I'd rather choose Sawdust than pick any of these players in their current form against Napoli away. After that, though, Ajax at home, Rangers at home, then Rangers away. I think, obviously, you're going to want Liverpool players. I think by that time, they've probably got the groove back bit of confidence, especially with those two wins, especially with the 98th minute win, uh, winner in a game. That's going to give any team confidence. Aaron, do you want to talk through some potential Liverpool assets? Yes. So currently, um, I mean, you probably won't have, it won't take you too long to guess who that most highly owned players are. Trent Alexander-Arnold currently on third. Carvalho. It's Carvalho. <laughs> Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold on 32% owned, Van Dijk at 29% owned, and he dropped 0.5 million uh, on his price compared to last year. So that's interesting. Although I've not think I don't think he's been great this year so far. Um, so he's always a threat at corners, but in terms of ball recoveries, uh, I think teams have learned to just attack around him. So he's not they're not playing in that direction anymore. So. I don't think his ball recoveries are going to be that high. Salah at 14%, Darwin Nunes at 13%, Luis Diaz 9%. And um, the only thing I'm surprised about is that Harvey Elliott is not in the game or not on the app so yet, which is really frustrating because last year he was 5.5. Um, so I was like, oh, he'd be a good shout for this group. Um, but I think after the recent performances, he's probably going to get priced at like a 6.5 or something and that's going to price him out. Um, yeah. Fabinho's went up in price deservedly so from 5.5 to 6 but I still think he's a good option because a yeah. lot of the CDMs are around that price point Fabinho is always solid um, and also if Salah is not on the pitch uh, he's I think he's like the third in line penalty taker if Milner's not on so there's always that shout as well Um but Joe Gomez, 4.5, he's going to play and he's going to get ball recoveries. Uh, he's away at the Liverpool defence. I don't know what the extent of the injuries are to Matip and uh, Kanati, but yeah, I think uh, he's a good shout for that first game against Napoli where Napoli are pretty good attacking it currently. Um, could be in line for some ball recoveries there. I don't think... I want to be targeting teams for one-week punts for just ball recoveries, though. Mm. Do you think Napoli will score against them? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so that, just no. Um, Darwin, Firmino. Darwin's eight and a half. Firmino's eight. I'd probably stay away from the pair, not because neither of them are cracking picks, but no clue who's playing. No clue whatsoever. I imagine Firmino, but honestly, no idea. Plus, it's a Wednesday game, so you can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Trent at six and a half. When we don't think he's going to keep a clean sheet, obviously we don't get Trent for his clean sheets. We get him for his attacking returns. Still kind of nonsense because Liverpool uh, kept loads of clean sheets last year in the league. Um, you, for six and a half million, you want to be keeping clean sheets as well as getting attacking returns. Could he get an attacking return against Napoli? I imagine, yes. It's entirely up to you if you want him. But this is a short game. This isn't FPL where you pick a player because he's good for 38 games. You've got him for, well, one, if you're then going to quickly wildcard a limitless after that, and then like four or five, and then we've all got wildcard. So it's about maximising opportunity. I don't know if Trent at six and a half million is maximising that. So obviously he's got to get a goal and assist and a clean sheet against Napoli. But I think Salah versus Diaz is probably the interesting one. Salah's 11, Diaz is nine. Um, Diaz looks more the threat. Yeah, I don't disagree. However, Salah, despite looking pretty bad, is just coming away with attacking returns and he's on penalties mm. and he likes to win penalties. But also, for the reason why the prices are different on this game to FPL is that we need a bench for this game. Uh, that being said, you can we've already named a couple of £4 million defenders that you can get and actually start and that'll come off the bench. Um but Salah with a two million price drop on FPL, and Diaz with a one million rise compared to that. So Diaz was eight, Salah thirteen for FPL. I don't think two million is enough to warrant getting Diaz over Salah. Personally, if you wanted one of them, I guess where the difference is is that obviously Salah's eleven million. You've got De Bruyne still, like you have an FPL. You've got Son still, like you would, but then you've got Manny. You've got um, Vinicius Jr. You've got Sterling with a mustard first game. So it's obviously, you know, what can you get comparatively? I think 9 million in midfield for Diaz is a bit of a dead spot. I don't think it does much. I think you'd rather drop him to a cheaper player and then upgrade someone else to just get the premiums in. I think the game has been priced that way. Uh, is there anyone that you're going to start with? Nathan, or anyone that you're thinking about on your wild card from these? Um, I'm going to have a quick look at the team now. I don't think I actually selected a Liverpool player. I, sure. I currently don't have one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I actually haven't, very I haven't picked a single Liverpool player. Two very different reasons why we haven't picked Liverpool players. Um, no, so yeah. the, I've heard actually quite a little... I've, I've heard quite a bit on like kind of Liverpool fan groups and stuff like that. That Simicast is looking to be starting to be preferred for over Robertson currently because of their bad form. Robertson's hey, Robertson, off at the same time every game. Yeah, yeah Robertson's gosh, starting to get... Robertson, Robertson's not... I don't even think Robertson's playing that badly. It's the team that's playing badly and he's getting hooked. And Simicast played dreadfully every time he came on, except for against Newcastle when he played or He played well. Yeah. But he played well for 30 minutes. I think... I got the two assists as well in Bournemouth, but who, other than Salah, yeah. I think, <laughs> wasn't one other of the than Salah and Allison like direct from the corner. Yeah, he's um, the corner. Someone banged it in with the head. Great. Uh, I think. Um, I, I think with Simicas, it's just my opinion. This is a total guesswork. I think you might start at the weekend against Everton. And then Robertson comes in for the Champions League. Do you not think Robertson would? I think that's a bigger game against Everton than it is. A... But yeah, Everton are absolutely rubbish. 
and Liverpool always win at Goodison Park. So yeah. I think with Klopp, you know what he's like. He'll he says likes rotation all up, but then you'll see Robertson play at the weekend, and then he'll probably start in the midweek as well. Uh, to be fair, maybe that's why Robertson's coming off on the hour because but I don't think it might not even be performance related. We might be reading that wrong. It might be because he's managing his nuts. Yeah, he's constantly bombing on beyond Lewis Diaz. So maybe you want to do that well. for an hour, yeah. take them off, and then do that every game. I mean, it doesn't fill us with confidence that you go for Simicass over Robertson. And equally, I don't want Robertson anymore either. I've got him in my FPL team and I had to make other moves, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I, it, for once, there's a bit of guesswork with Liverpool. We've never really had to have that. It's always been pretty fixed, which is what I've liked about them. So as soon as they start now, you know, who's going to play? I mean, Carvalho could start. He's got a couple of goals and he's like coming off the bench. He deserves a start at some point. What about Arthur when he comes in? Because obviously he's coming on loan. Is he coming in to start straight away or is he just there as a stopgap? I think he's going to take a few weeks to get up to speed. With the... mm-hmm. well, who was he playing for? Juventus? Is that who yeah. he was at? Yeah, he was at Juve. Like what? Coming, coming from playing in Juventus' midfield to Liverpool is just yeah. world apart with how they play. Um, we will move on to Napoli. Aaron, fill us in on Napoli. Yes, so they started off like as if if you didn't score, your family's going to get killed. So like the absolute... Like <laughs> fight football. Yeah. <laughs> um, the just scoring for absolute fun. And then it's kind of quieting down a little bit now with a nil-nil uh, draw against Florentina and a 1-1 draw against Lise. Um So I don't know if you've, you've seen the goal that Undomble had scored. Uh, was it he absolute, scored, did he? Yeah, absolute rocket from ah. um, outside. It got disallowed, I believe. But oh, I was gonna say, what the hell are you talking about? But like, <laughs> after, he just, basically, I think it was like a play on, and he absolutely smashed it. And then the ref was like, "No, no, actually, let's bring it back." Oh. Um, so unbelievable. But it, obviously, that's a transfer. They've also signed Raspadori from uh, Sassuolo, great young player. Um, and so obviously, massive losses this transfer window uh, in this summer Insigne, Mertens Koulibaly all leaving so the kind of spine and, and long term servants to Napoli are, have left so it's kind of a, a new look team and I think that's going to actually work in their favour The they play Lazio this weekend and I think that's going to be a great indication even though Lazio are not a, a Champions League team they are performing really, really well at the minute. And so, I mean, Napoli and Liverpool, they've played each other recently in Champions League. And so these know each other really well. But Napoli have always performed quite well against Liverpool, despite, um, I think, just Mane was the, was the difference. Um, so it's, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting uh, match. In terms of players to choose from, quite low owned, um, but the absolute wonder, Georgian. Uh, I, I did have I, honestly any other time I can say his name, but it's recorded. <laughs> I can't. Crevascalia. 
5.5 midfielder. Say that again. Kravashkelia. Kravashkelia. Um, he got two goals um, and in his second game and then a goal and assist in his first. But now he is getting put on the bench for Elmas, who then Elmas then scored. So that's wonderful. I, I think, Aaron, why is this happening? Tell I us. I don't know why. But Tell he, us, Aaron, he's an why absolute... Why, Aaron? Why? For 5.5 in this group, I, like he was straight in my team. Um, I don't know why he's not playing. And it's really, really frustrating me. Um, but everyone else, there's only two other players who are more than 0% owned in Napoli. And that's Aussie men for 1% and Sirigu 1%. Um, so basically every, anyone from Napoli. And I think they're quite reasonably priced, to be honest. Um, yeah, they're all differentials. So although it probably is that the fact that they're against uh, Liverpool, the Kula Bali replacement, though, Kim, yeah. and in this game, he's called K Min Jai, 4.5. He yeah. is looking an absolute threat from corners. He's targeted every single time. In the game where he scored, uh, I believe he had three headers on target. Um, he's an absolute unit. 4.5 and could get a, a good few ball recoveries. Um, I'm looking and, at him on my wild card for four and a half million against Rangers. Ajax twice in Rangers again. Yeah, and I, I think he's a he's a really really good shout. Um, and he's probably the the pick of the of the defense. Um, just with with being so cheap, and he's he's just he is that set piece target. Um. And Kravashkelia for 5.5. If he starts playing, he's unbelievable. Well, uh, the thing is, Aaron, having a look here, he's only he only missed the last game, if I'm not mistaken. He played the other three. And in that game, Lozano, who's been playing all the games, was replaced by Politano. Zielinski, who's played the previous three games, you've got a goal and two assists, was replaced by Raspadori. Lobotka, who's played all three previous games, got a goal and assist, was replaced by Ndombele. Uh, Rui, who played all three previous games at left-back, got an assist, was replaced by uh, Oliveira. And uh, Rachmeni, who's the centre-back to partner, Kim, played all three games, got replaced by Ostergaard. So we not just think the last game might have been rotation. Very well could be. Um, it could also be, could also be uh, Spalletti just... Trying things. Yeah. Um, Spalletti is notorious for starting the season very, very strongly and then fading around Christmas. But I think mm. the fact that the World Cup it, in the middle of the season is really going to work in Napoli's favour in terms of Serie A, the fact that they're going to get pretty much two pre-seasons. Um, yeah. I think it is just him trying things. Lazio is going to be the big picture and we're probably obviously we've done that with a few teams but we need to kind of see how they line up against Lazio and how they perform against Lazio uh, yeah because if Lazio end up winning that you probably want to avoid Napoli players for this first game if obviously by the looks of the selected by percentages people already are just to go through some price points uh Zielinski 
seven million goal and two assists. Is he worth it? That's when yes or no's. Yes. He is the penalty taker as well, I believe. There you go. Then those weren't penalties, but if he's the penalty taker as well for seven million, that could be nice. Lozano, six and a half million, probably no. not worth uh Lobotka, five and a half million. Depends who you else you're looking at for ball recoveries. Well the yes. two the two midfielders here. If you can't afford a six, then I think he'd be quite good. You got Lobotka and Angisa. Who would you go for? Lobotka. And uh, Oshimen up front, eight million. That's pricey, isn't it? Two goals and an assist so far this season. All of them coming in separate games. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably. He's a good player. He is he a, good is player. a very good player. But it's just. Well, he's... To be fair, though, I think anyone that score against Liverpool at the minute. We saw what um, he's acted last night to them. So, and I, he, I, yeah, and the thing is, I, that's where that's where he thrives. Because if you look at Rashford's goal, mm-hmm. look at Isaac's second, obviously the disallowed goal. That is what that is literally what Osiman will do to a team. That kind of goal where he'll play off Gomez and run in behind. I don't think Gomez could catch him. I was so, going to say. Gomez looks like the vulnerable one in that defence at times like yesterday in against Newcastle. He looked quite shaky at times. And if anyone's going to target him, a player like Oshman could maybe get behind him quite a few. And that's also the side where Krivichkelia plays as well. So mm-hmm. just give me the, I, I hope, give me the points. I hope, <laughs> yeah. What what we've been calling him? Um Kavaradonna. Yeah. What, what <laughs> So I if he if it looks like he's played, I'll put with him for five and a half million. Why not? Come on, then Nathan. Are you ready for it? You've been sat there ready (laughs) bursting your pants. Finally, to talk about Rangers after years and years years and years years out in the wilderness. The Scotsman himself, the flying Scotsman. How are you feeling, Nathan, about Rangers being in the Champions League? I mean, it's great to say them back in the Champions League. Slightly optimistic. Um, Even with the group, are you optimistic? Yeah. Got to be. Got to be. No one expected them to get the Europa League final when they had to play Leipzig, Dortmund, the turn-up. And you've had a shaky start of the season. I mean, I mean, by Scottish League standards and Rangers standards, you've got five wins and a draw. Um, but it's setting to Celtic who have got six wins. Yeah, they have they have got Celtic on the weekend. So that's that me and... an indicator of how yeah. they're going to play. The ha- Van Bronckhorst, you'd think the Champions League money was going to get put to him. They haven't spent a penny, so that's a bit of a worry going into the cha- going into a big tournament like the Champions League. He hasn't spent anything, but. You, people write off Rangers a bit, but they have. There is probably some assets in there that you could look at. Tavernier takes everything. He takes. How pens, much him? Six, six million. Six, yeah, he's in my team at the moment. Uh, for the Shia fact, takes penalties, which Rangers seem to get a lot of. Um, he takes free kicks, and he's got an absolute dead ball. He's sweet with a dead ball, and he bombs forward, like we've said before, he gets forward and he causes problems. And if he gets that ball in the box, Kolak 
he's took over Morelos' spot. Um, obviously, there's been problems with Morelos lately, um, disciplinary, um, and also a contract situation going on. But Kolak could be someone to look at as well. Uh, I think he's a price at about seven mil. Seven and a half million, yeah. Uh, he's he got four thought... goals. And- Four goals in five games. Four goals in five games and won a penalty as well. Yeah. He's, a, he's looking like a danger. Um, no one really knew what to expect of him coming into Rangers and he has hit the ground running. What type of player is he, Nathan? Is, is he a big man? Is he little, big, quick behind? Big, what, big tar- he like? big t- he's a big target man, but he can't His name sounds him. like it. He sounds like but he's he going to be an get in behind quite well. Um, and he can be a poacher. And Cross is coming in from have and Tom Lawrence as well Tom Lawrence has been come in and he's been a revelation since he come in but for me if you if someone's wanting to get ball recoveries you're looking at Lundstrom just sits in the middle you'll sit in front of that defence and you'll just pick up the ball whenever he can against teams like Ajax and even Liverpool I could see him getting stuck in yeah no no chance of a red card because he got one a couple weeks ago yeah, that, I'm not going to go into that red card, though, because I'll just end up ramping. <laughs> okay, leave it there. What I'll do is I'll go through some of the games and we'll just ask you some questions, Nathan. Yep. So they've won in the last four games, 2-0, 4-0, drew 2-2 and won 4-0. Um, McLaughlin is the keeper, yeah. Uh, is he any good? Yeah, um, surprise, I, I would be very surprised if he didn't start. Uh, maybe the experience of McGregor could be... Could be used, but I would I would say McLaughlin's going to start. Got it. We've got uh, Tav right back, uh, two assists and a penalty goal in his last four. Goldson starting every game at centre back. We've had Sands start the last few games at centre back with um, with Davies taking space as one. Is Sands the centre back? Yeah, Sands the centre back. Um, I think Gio's still working out who he's going to be, but I think Sands will be his main one. And then uh, Yilmaz played in the 2-0 win, but then uh, he's been replaced by Barisic, who has one assist in his last three games. Barisic playing, not Yilmaz? Yeah, I think it'd be Barisic, yeah. He'll go for top corner, Borna. Got it. Lundstrom in the middle, one goal in his last four, as well as a red card. Yeah, um, we all know about King Lundstrom. Then, um, yeah, in midfield, we've, we've had a bit of rotation between Jack playing in holding midfield with Lundstrom and then Lawrence in there. But then Lawrence is also Lawrence. In, a, in a calm position as well. So what's Lo- what's Lawrence's position here? He's got a he's got I a goal and an assist in these last four games. Realistically when I've watched him, he's been getting a lot of like just a free roll through that midfield. And he's okay. he is he has come in and he he has fixed that midfield. A lot of the things that Ryan Jack should be doing. Like Jack was always meant to be the next hard hitter in that midfield and it's never really materialised obviously with injuries yeah. and things like that while Lundstrom and Lawrence it seems like there's a good partnership kind of room in there one player I would put as possibly a good differential is Tillman yeah no, he's, been, he's not got any he's got one goal in four games the goal was brilliant out jumped it was like really high jump and straight straight header and he's pacey he's, he's difficult and How he much could be and I didn't even pick him up. But Tillman. Yeah. What about um so what about Ryan Kent? Come on, we've heard so much about him. He's not really been doing too much recently. He did get two assists in his last game, but other than that, I don't think he's got any attacking returns Kent, or anything. Kent is what's the best way of putting it? 
Sporadic. Is he like, is he the English? The likes of Maxman and I thought like he Maxman literally took the words out of my mouth. On his, on his day, he is absolute danger. But if he's out of the game, you, you're literally wasting it. Yeah. Or maybe the Champions League, the big stage. So, yeah, I suppose the last question, Nathan, is Barisic, is he worth it? Four and a half million defender for Rangers. Um, I think when you're looking at it, Tav, Tav's going to take free kicks. Tav's going to take pens. There was a time where Barisic would take the free kicks. Um, but I think Tav's like our tier, like a Newcastle trip year. Dead ball. More, more chance than not, it's either going to be an assist or a goal. And I think... Out of everyone, I think either Tav or Lundstrom a bit, or even Kolak would be the players I would look at. Tav, Lundstrom, Kolak. Okay, then we'll do something a little bit different this time, Nathan. We'll go through the fixtures. I just want your score lines oh, for yeah. all of them. <laughs> weeks and weeks in advance uh, in advance. So uh Ajax away. Two one Ajax. Then uh, Napoli at home. Two one Rangers. Then we've got Liverpool. Uh, is that home or away? Liverpool away. Away first, yeah. Um, one nil Liverpool. Then Liverpool at home. Draw. And then yeah, Napoli away. Draw. And then go and finish us off. I, I think they'll win it. I think they'll win it at uh, win it at Ibrox. I think Ibrox is going to be the the hope this season, the same as it was in the Europa League, getting a team back to Ibrox, and sometimes that atmosphere kicks in different. So was that's that where the Liverpool game could be key? So was that three draws and a win? You said there. I think so. Yeah. Six points. You wrote a league probably with that, maybe, maybe. I think, I think the, I think just not coming bottom would be big of any Rangers fan. I would love yeah. to see them get through the group, and I did say obviously in group predictions, Rangers will get through second. But that was but, pure pride. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think realistic getting into the Europa League. We saw what they've done last year in the Europa League. No one expected Rangers to get the final. Yeah. And really, yeah, I mean, the, the, be- the, the better team the on the night. And I think I think they're punching above the weight then. I'm not as convinced as you are. I do think obviously Rangers at Ibrox is is a good crowd. I don't think oh I don't I don't know if that home crowd at Rangers is as effective as Celtic's home crowd in the Champions League. We'll have oh. to see. Oh, oh. oh. I think you'll beat Napoli at Ibrox, but I think Napoli will beat you at, in Italy. And I think Napoli will beat you more by how you're going to beat them. So Napoli will finish higher than you. I think it all comes down to how Gio does it because sometimes he sets up wrong and sometimes, like, especially in the final last season, the subs he made were ridiculous. And if he does that in the Champions League, he will get found out. I've heard the Ibrox. Ibrox crowd's a myth. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I heard uh, that about the Anfield crowd. I think, <laughs> no, I think it's true. no, so something I wanted to do just kind of in finishing was because um, I think Tavernier is a little bit too pricey as a defender. Mm-hmm. And you've got him in your team, Nathan. Mm-hmm. 
So I just wanted to kind of go through the other six million defenders and say, like, would you take what? Would you take this six million defender or Tav, as you call him? Being in and out between, I'll put it that way. (laughs) Okay, ready? Yeah. So, Aaron, Aaron, can you put like game show music over this? (laughs) So it's like Tav or no Tav. Welcome to Aaron's Price Is Right. So I'm going to go in order of selected by percentage. So Tav is the lowest owned, 6 million defender at 2%. Yeah. 3% is Ferland Mendy. Would you have Ferland Mendy or I've Tav? Tav. Can I answer these as well? <laughs> Tav. Yeah. Tav. Tav, but I've got, uh, I've got Ferland Mendy at the moment. Oh my God, Nathan. <laughs> You're a glutton for punishment. I'm not showing you my team this year. You are, because my team name, Dan's second team. <laughs> I need to make the next, the next one is Robertson. Robertson Tav. or Tav? Tav. Tav. Next is Perisic. Perisic or Tav? Tav, because I don't trust Conte's rotation. I agree. Next is Theo Hernandez, 7%. Theo or Tav? I've got both. Wait there a minute. You've got Furlan Mendy, Theo Hernandez, <laughs> and Tav. And Tav. What the really hell is the rest of your team? Um, I'll send you it later. Christ. Actually, I'll funny. send you it now because it'll be a fun reaction for you. I'm not going to look at it. I'm recording on my phone. Uh, um, I won't send it. Wow, later. that's tough. That's I'd, Oh, Theo. Theo. Yeah, I've got Theo. But... I've got Theo over Tav. Yeah. After that, there's two more six millions, and these are the most owned six million. First is Alaba, 14%. Alaba. Yeah. And last one with also 14. Oh, no, there's two. There's one more I forgot. Sorry. Reese James, 13%. Reese James. Yeah, good Tav, just in case, with the way Chelsea have been playing at the moment. I think. Could be a trap. Opposed to Rangers yes. against Who, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers <laughs> against Rangers away to Ajax first match or Chelsea to Dynamo Zagreb. <laughs> I'm then... going Tav. I'm going Tav. <laughs> to be fair, Tav's been in and out of my team, but it hasn't been for like James and that. I've just and been then... out of it. I can't believe you on Furlan Mendy over Reese James or Alaba. Oh, that was not all Furlan at the moment. That's a mistake. And That's then last huge. one, Hakimi, 14%. Hakimi all day. That's it, Hakimi. I thought that was fun. Dude. That was, do, was fun. Well do, done, do. Aaron. That was fun, yeah. I'm making some changes. John, you'll get us copyrighted for the music. <laughs> it was that accurate? Yeah, well, Quite someone accurate. out there got that tune. Write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. But I hope <laughs> you enjoyed it. for that. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed Aaron's game there at the end. Which six million midfielder would you have? Let us know. Sorry, mid- midfielder. Uh, six million defender, sorry. The old player. Let's be honest. Thanks so much for watching. This one has been a little bit uh, longer, obviously, because we've got um, the man that was born and raised on the streets of Glasgow to join us <laughs> to talk about his hometown team, Rangers. <laughs> Bullshit. Nathan, thanks so much for jumping on. No problem. Aaron, thanks for jumping on. And everyone, thanks so much for listening to us three talk absolute nonsense for 40-odd minutes. We are the main event. 
You can catch us on Twitter at UCL Fantasy Pod. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you go onto our Twitter, there is a link tree. So you'll be able to get all of our socials on there. Nathan, just want to quickly shout out your Twitter handle for everyone so they can follow your distress and demise throughout uh, throughout oh. Rangers, especially Rangers versus Liverpool when you are going to explode. I'll just uh, mute us for Saturday, to be fair, um, with the old firm, but it's at Nathan Bullock 15. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye now. <laughs>